Hey, welcome. It's that time of the week. Yes, we're back for the wrap up 53. All the socials are down. What's going on in the world? But no fear. A Glenn, a dating dad, and me, Johnny Jensen, founder of Team Super Dad and the Hero Academy, are here to entertain and delight you as we get stuck into the wrap up. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hi, Glenn. Good evening. Hoi, hoi. How are you? Yeah, good. Very good. I am. Uh, we're a little bit earlier tonight, so I'm actually I'm feeling a bit more sprightly, a bit, a bit more like <laughs> already up for it. You know, just have my dinner, got a glass of water. We're set. We're absolutely set. I'm on. I'm on day 103 of my uh, consecutive workout day. So we can talk about that in a bit. Oh, mate, that's amazing. That means between you and me, we've done 103 consecutive days of exercise. I mean, that <laughs> that's that's pretty damn impressive. I've got to say. Oh man, I will tell you about a chap I saw swimming in the river. Was he meant to be? He was meant to be in the river. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. So uh, if you're here watching, then uh, well done, because half the socials um, are down. Yes, we are. We are squeezing the show out uh, somehow across the bit of the web that is still working tonight. Uh, maybe there'll be a, a, a mad rush, uh, a bit like the petrol uh, picture. <laughs> That's what it is. I blame Brexit, to be honest. <laughs> Now you've got everyone just sitting there shouting out to Twitter, hey, you up, what are you doing? Um, and moving over to the only social media platform that seems to still be alive, except, of course, for TikTok. So none of the under 25s actually know that anything's different or anything's wrong because they're all just doing 30 second dances and twerking and that <laughs> <laughs> sort of shit on there. So, uh, yeah, so it's only us people who are slightly, slightly more veteran that, that actually know that the world is coming to an end. Yeah. Is there uh, what like? I think, I think, are you right? Like, if in in a um, stockpiling panic buy situation, does everyone flock back to Twitter? Is is that is that what happens? Hey, is if it, you go where, where it works, and yeah. if uh, if Twitter's up, then that's where we live. And I've just realised my glass is half off the edge of the table. How has that happened? Stuntman, stuntman. So, by the way, those people who are watching, and of course, those people who are listening on the actual podcast, because our our the heartbeat of the Team Super Dad podcast and the wrap up show, the heartbeat of that audience is on the podcast. So we do love you, everybody on the podcast. You're my favourites. Yeah, you are. You are. Except for the people who listen, like dial in and and, and comment live. You're my favourites, but if you're not around, because obviously you're not, because you're yeah. all over on Twitter. Um, Nadine, the rest and of you. I, I need to. Where are you, Nadine? No, it's down to both. Two things. One, she might have the hump because I said we'd get her on, and I haven't spoken to her. And uh, and two, we're a little bit earlier than, than normal. But yeah, just like Nadine is regularly popping up in the in the show, you can comment. Well, yeah, you can. If you're seeing this video live somewhere, comment. And with any luck, that comment will appear in front of my very eyes. We'll be able to bring you in on the show. Um, Team Superdad, we are a absolutely epic community of modern men, busy dads creating the best life ever. And I have been pumping out the content this week because we've got a challenge. It's called the Happy Dad Challenge starting on October the 11th. And part of the 
launch program that I'm in, it's like you need to post six bits of content a day. So I'm literally scratching my head thinking, and it's, it's not so much that I haven't got six things a day to talk about. It's just I haven't got six things a day of time to make the bloody things. But um, that's another <laughs> no, story. Define content, though, because I, I mean, I tweet a lot of shit. You but, do. That but I don't, I, don't, I don't do videos and that sort of shit as well. No, so uh, live streams, uh, writing posts, um, making, you know, kind of quote pics, uh, trying to craft some calls to action that actually work. You know, so if you're a dad and you want to take greater control uh, of your life and basically have uh, have an injection of happiness over five simple days, then come to teamsuperdad.com forward slash happy dad and you can join the free challenge that we are running from October the 11th to October the 15th. It's coming up to a year since the last time I gave someone an injection of happiness and I'm not happy about that fact. <laughs> An injection of happiness. That is that's a beautiful euphemism, isn't it? It's, it's really <laughs> loving and, and, and sensitive. And <laughs> I, I think a lot of women would appreciate that kind of sense, though. They, 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 once you get into it, they enjoy it as well. They enjoy it as well. Newsflash: Women do enjoy sex. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are going to utterly disagree with you, and most of them are incels. Incels. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, unhappy long-term relationships it does because that it is a revelation that women actually enjoy sex because if you spend multiple years asking and getting getting denied <laughs> then you would be left with the idea that most women don't enjoy having sex or at least to have uh, 101 reasons why they might put you off for another month honestly fellas make the effort do put the work in make them feel loved because they enjoy it as much as anybody who loves sex. Trust me. Yeah, we, we, we talked about a little bit about this a few weeks ago, didn't we? Uh, um, having conversations about what you like and, and actually enjoying your sex life. So, so yeah, go back mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And uh, if you, of course, I'm sure you've listened to all the wrap up podcasts and, uh, and that would have, would have been one of your favorites. But uh, if you did happen to miss it by chance, then go back and check that out. No, uh, I just switched over my webcam. You wouldn't have noticed, Johnny. I've got a new new HD one, so it's picking me up in a little bit better light now. I can see. Jesus so what's happening? You have gone a bit clearer. We have got, got quite a lighter, bright light. Brighter. Oh, there we go. It's adjusting. It's adjusting. Yeah. <laughs> no, now it's gone back to fully. Ah, uh, whatever. The, yeah, yeah. the podcast the, people are where are the actions at? Hello, for the podcast listeners, Glenn looks deliciously gorgeous perfect <laughs> yeah yeah they so, can't see me so they're gonna believe you <laughs> i know loads happening this week glenn loads I, i've had I, I, i'll give the listeners a little sort of little preview of some of the stuff on the, on the on the running order but it's also a rundown of, of of my week that has just been and that's what we like to do here the wrap-up is a jaunt through recent news through uh, the, the the highlights and the lowlights of of glenn and i's life two dads uh, sorting the world out so you don't have to. Uh, if you are listening and you enjoy this, then please share it around with other dads in your world. Mums are welcome too. Uh, I get good feedback, Glenn. People tell me we like this. This is funny. You, I enjoy listening in. I enjoy tuning in. So, well, I like them. All of you. You're my best friends. Come round for tea. <laughs> the thing is, we had this conversation. You never listened to the wrap up. 
So how do you even know? I listen what, back. How do I know that it's actually out there and you, it's not just you and me chatting? How, and do you know it's good? And... how do you know it's good? Well, I, I kind of witness it live. Um, and, you know, you can just tell. You are you are tuned into yourself. You're well connected to your yourself <laughs> and your environment. Yeah, yeah. We'll say that. We'll say that. Other than rather than me just having a massive sense of my own ego, um, and just just ridiculous and un, unworthy amounts of self belief. I, I get that about you. That is one of the reasons I think we hit it off. But, uh, <laughs> you've been having a, a some some um, some Glen time this evening, haven't you? Uh, kind of, it's helped with the title for this week's wrap up. You've had a family pizza for one, I understand. Every pizza is a pizza for one, depending on how big it is and how much you can eat. I don't believe in this. Like, you've got these family meal deals. And then I've realised that I must be a family all in one. Like, you know, you, when you get kids that sit on top of each other and put a trench coat over them to look like a grown-up. I must have four people sitting inside me because I can just devour an entire family meal um, from Domino's or something like that. It's, eh, whatever. I mean, that's, I did skip lunch, so maybe that helped. Um, so you're, I realized, you're on the target for calories but, today. But I also realised, um, so I didn't didn't eat dinner on Friday night because um, my kids went off, so I had a packet of crisps and then a bottle of wine or two. Uh, then then the Saturday, I know I had like a late lunch. Then I think I didn't eat the Saturday. Sunday, I had a sausage roll, and I was going to come back and have a pizza, but my daughter stayed around an extra night, so she ate my pizza, and so I didn't have anything for then. So I've got a bit of catching up to do, I feel. <laughs> if you've tuned in uh for the fitness um pillar of the team super dad f5 then uh i can safely say that glenn is not offering up nutrition advice this evening look like life is about balance and if, <laughs> if 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 everyone just is all healthy and that's all they are then then people like me we feel like outsiders i'm your people you're mine let's be family together <laughs> Okay, good. This is good. So if you if you're following the Oxco diet, uh, then good luck to you. No, no, no. I've been it only works because I've been training my liver very well for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my boy tonight, he, I just spoke to him, and uh, his his his, his mum's at work. His sister is at, at ballet, and the, the the sort of nanny au pair type. It's because my my ex is a is a midwife, so she works nights, right? So uh, she's she's the, the the nanny slash au pair is is with Rose at at, at, at ballet. So so my boy says, <laughs> says, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, I, 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 like I, I was like, enjoy it. Put the put something on the TV that you like watching that you get grief for watching when everyone else is there. <laughs> Scratch your nuts. Get a packet of biscuits out of the cupboard. Eat way more than you're supposed to eat in one go and enjoy this hour to yourself. It's, it's cherished time, my boy. Savour it. I totally agree. I mean, that's the thing. I spend so much. When my kids are here, they're here and, you know, they're busy and all that sort of stuff. And then when they're not, I'll be honest, a lot of the time I'm, I'm busy myself. I'm going out, learning to fly and dancing and going out to dinner and seeing friends and going off everywhere. So sometimes it's just nice to literally know that I'm going to wake up whenever I want to wake up. And I don't even need to get dressed and I can just stay in my house all day doing nothing. And it's, it's something we don't ever get to do very much of. So treasure those moments when you have nothing at all. You know, you know, on Saturday, I, yes. I must have passed asleep on the sofa about 10 or past 10, something like that. 
I didn't wake up the next day till half past 11. I had more yeah. sleep on Empty Friday balls. night. Chris Packets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I yeah, look like look like some like one of the scenes out of seven of, of gluttony. Um, but I, I had more sleep that night than I do in two, maybe even three nights sometimes. I, for the first time I woke up on Saturday in ages, wasn't tired. I mean, is this, is this what people without children feel like normally? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> quite possibly, unless they're absolutely partying the arse out of life. And then you've got that fine balance between lonely and miserable and, and yeah. chaos yeah. and party. But the, but the really grounded person, the really tuned in person who is happy on their own, like at peace, self-love, mm -hmm. like, you know, because then everything else is a bonus. You can go out and you can be with your mates and they bring extra bonus, fun, joy to your life. Then you meet someone. She isn't your whole life and your everything. She's the bonus. She's mm -hmm. she's the cherry on top. She's like so. It, it starts with the foundation of being able to be comfortable and happy on your on your own. It's a little bit of a serious note in there as well, especially for uh, especially for dads that have, have separated. Uh, that time afterwards, when you're like everyone's gone, or, uh, I should be near my kids. I, I'm on my own. Like it, it is dramatic to start with, but actually, the quicker you can be at peace with that and actually mm. don't say there's something wrong just be like no oh, okay. okay now i get the opportunity to do something different to whatever that might be whether you learn to paint whether you just sit and listen to whale music or some whatever you want to do um I, I like to draw a decadent day bath it's quite nice to do but i always try and sit there and think my life on my own has to be a 10 out of 10 and the right person will make it an 11 but even without them it's full, it's complete, and it's got light and shade and good times and bad, but it's it's complete on my own. And that's that's a nice way of being. Yeah. I just wrote one of my multiple pieces of content for the Happy Dad Challenge you know, run-in. Uh, was all about that. was about be more you. Mm -hmm. And inside of relationships, a lot of men get unhappy because they stop being themselves. Which they, is weird because the thing that the, the person they are is what attracted the other person to them in the first place. So 100%. the less like that they are, the less attracted the other person is, which then makes them change again and makes them less likely that. And so you just end up drifting apart. You've got to be true to who you are at all stages. And that will change and it will grow and evolve. But if you're true to yourself, the other person, they loved you for that reason. So let give them a gift by by maintaining that. Yeah. Exactly. And what I said in my post was that doesn't mean you become a selfish bastard any more than you become a needy. Oh, please don't ignore me. I, you know, bastard either. Um, but you got the but to be the best you for other people, you've got to be the best you for yourself first. Mm -hmm. So uh, a couple of things that came up there, um, a decadent day bath. Uh, and I also saw your tweet uh, about the kind of clothes you do or don't wear at home. So I'm imagining you walking around naked eating crisps swigging uh wine uh, mm -hmm. uh bath at lunchtime <laughs> mate your imagination it must be on fire right now because uh, yeah, that's that's a vision isn't it that is a sexy artery <laughs> why the fuck not yeah there is i obviously when i got my kids around fully clothed but yeah. they're not here my neighbors my house isn't overlooked by anyone so i can just walk around in the start bollock naked have a nice if you don't if you're a man who doesn't uh, doesn't really have bubble bath, have a hot bubble bath one where you have to lower yourself into it by stages where you burn your ass and you just just stay in it 
just relax for an hour or so put some music on take an ipad in with some tiktok or whatever just chill out and do nothing because when you're in a bath you've got no other distractions you haven't got to do the washing you haven't got to do the hoovering you haven't got to go to the show you're there relax and enjoy. and in the daytime it just hits different i don't know what it is but it is just glorious um and if you happen to enjoy a beverage at the same time what's the harm just, Whitney, just just don't <laughs> i mean that was less beverage and uh, more certain other substances allegedly yeah don't smoke crack and have a bath it's not a good combination <laughs> uh, so i'm this is this we could do like a, I'm, I'm imagining a little mini a little a new little mini course for inside a team super dad in the, in the training lounge um obviously uh led by your good self but you know the decadent day bath uh it's a it's a it's a, it's a simple well, 45 minute course three modules we, but we need we need uh we don't have like man spas spas and health retreats and all that they're dominated by the female market and yes guys can go along to them but we don't so we don't learn how to pamper ourselves we don't learn how to just relax and sit and just just do nothing we just have to we're always expected to be productive and busy and working and, and doing that sort of shit no yeah. let's just learn to relax in america i think that was more of a thing remember in mm. blues brothers when jake and l yeah. would go go and speak to i guess he must be some part of the local mafia or something mm. and then the he's chatting away and and uh, he says to jake yeah yeah we can help you and then uh, the camera pans back and the whole band are sat there in the steam room with mm -hmm. There is nothing more glorious than a steam room. I, I, I saw a couple that I was going to, I thought about buying and, and investing. I went to, um, last weekend, I got some free tickets to some home building and renovation show. And they had all these uh, different rooms, these saunas. And there was one sauna thing there that had no steam. And he was trying to give me all this scientific bollocks about how it heats you. Uh, steam only heats you so many millimetres into the skin, whereas this heats you three inches into the skin or something Mate, you're just describing a microwave cooker. Like, I, I don't want to be microwaved. But I just want to sit in the heat and baste myself. That sounds quite nice to me. So this is like a, a modern, like, Futurama type show. Or must have been. I, well, I, it was everything. So, you know, just bricks and mortar through to people trying what? to sell banging on some speakers. Five B&O speakers, little hexagons on the wall, four grand. Now, I like I like my music. But if I'm spending four grand on speakers, um, that that kind of I want Annie Mac to be DJing in the corner of the room. <laughs> and I don't want them hidden. <laughs> I don't want people to say they look like four grand speakers. <laughs> Badass set of speakers, yeah. Um, oh, and did they have like the world's sharpest knife or uh, or the Definitely. Euro two fingers? Do you know? All this sort of stuff. I'm sure there was some sort of cloth that absorbs. 50,000 times its own weight in liquid and stuff like that. It was oh, the magic shamans. Yeah, it was a ShamWow. ShamWow. <laughs> um, it was all right. It was a bit smaller than expected. But to be honest, it was it was free tickets. Um, I'd, I'd have been pissed off if I'd paid whatever it was, 30 odd quid for them, uh, as they were apparently advertised. Um, but it was it was nice because obviously one of my things on my list of 50 is to build my own home. So I'm always on the lookout for ideas and inspiration and all that sort of stuff. Um, Dude, you should talk to my mate, uh, Peter, Peter Burke, a.k.a. Speedy La uh he's got this whole you'll be bob on with him actually because he's all about this community you 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 pull together a community mm -hmm. yeah, and community then, 
yeah community builds and then you find a piece of land together mm -hmm. and then you decide together okay i want to have a i want to have a shop and a, and a hairdresser we need a bit of grass where everyone can play in the middle mm -hmm. uh, we want to have it and then they they do things like have uh, a community kitchen mm -hmm. So there's like a cinema room and you can, so that, bizarre as this might sound to anybody who's not into this sort of thing, but actually amazing if you like the idea of actually having a community spirit is that you would have like big communal meals kind of thing. And you have a good mixture of, of, of old people and young people and families. And then like you've got ready-made babysitters, old people aren't lonely. It's uh, in other parts of the world, Scandinavia, Japan, um, uh, where else did he say some, it doesn't matter, does it? But there, yeah, there's many parts of the world where this is actually a really obvious, normal standard thing. And yeah, then another thing. It's only the UK, it's only the UK where we don't do uh, house building, or like self-build anywhere near as much as the rest of the rest of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, getting on with your neighbors and not being a selfish twat is obviously part of, yeah. uh, part of that, yeah. Which That's of course you start to run out of petrol. Uh, have you if you if you have, if you if you're anywhere else in the world right we have got a slight thing going on in the uk at the moment it seems to be getting a bit better but 10 days ago uh the news reported that one garage chain uh had a problem getting petrol to a couple of its garages within about 72 hours the uk had gone into full uh panic mode and every motorist with a fart's worth of of gap in their petrol tank was queuing up to to, to flip in mad max themselves out and, and not be bloody up. embarrassing it was absolutely embarrassing i hated it and i even though i actually only had a quarter tank and so now i'm down to the last 30 miles or something i refuse i've been fucking walking everywhere because i refuse <laughs> to sit in a fucking queue for petrol that is then just going to sit on my front lawn it's like why why are you panicking if, it gets, that, if it gets to that point then, then you're in the shit. And I, I can work from home. I can work remotely. Almost everyone in those fucking queues didn't need to be in those queues, but they were in the queues because everyone else was in those queues. It yeah. makes me furious. So I'd already topped up just as it was starting, right? Just, I just, I, I, I happened to be topping up, so I filled up, right? Then, then um, it got to this week. What day were we on? Saturday. Picked up the kids. So I was down to about quarter of a tank. Mm -hmm. And I use about a quarter of a tank a week doing the, the school runs and all the other stuff. So I was like, oh, well, mm -hmm. I know they're opening back up. So I go and have a, a drive around and find one. So went to couple closed, went to another one, massive queue. So I was, mm -hmm. I was headed your way, actually, because, you know, you go Sainsbury's, SO, then you get to West Morning and there's that kind of BP type one with the supermarket thing there. Mm -hmm. And they all have big, big queues. So then I get to the jet one at seven mile lane. And this was a bit of a sneaks, right? Because I, I, I park, it was about 20 cars. So I park up at the back and I'm like, well, this will take about 20 minutes. So, right? Just for, just for those watching, right? I don't know about this. There have been people queuing for three or four hours to get petrol. And, and those people that did that, what cracks me up is it's like a game of Russian roulette because you've no idea if you're going to sneak in under the tape, Indiana Jones style and be the last person to get some petrol or you will be that person that queued for two hours <laughs> and are then like shaking the last drip. Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's not like there's a big line of like a fill point for the whole no. petrol station and it goes down and down and down. So you don't know where you're at. It's, you've got no idea how much petrol is in their tank. 
No, somebody was the first person to miss out everywhere. It's just horrible. So we get to the jet, yeah? There's like 25 cars parked. So I sit in the queue and I'm just mulling over. Do we stay? Do we whatever? And I look up ahead and I can see other cars coming in to the same petrol station from the other direction. So I was like, well, that's, that's a bit off. So I was like, well, it depends how many people are queuing that up that end. So hedging my bets, as I like to tell my kids, lean on a door. <laughs> if it opens, you might just find something inside there, right? So we go up, turn around the roundabout, come back and join the queue coming from the other direction. There's only three cars there. <laughs> <laughs> we were in and out within within 20 minutes and uh, and, and happy days. So uh, the Team Jensen mobile is, is fully juiced and ready to go for next week. So if you were one of those people who weren't like Team Jensen and didn't need to queue, but you only did it because everybody else did, you're an idiot. <laughs> I want to be unequivocal about this. I want to be clear. You are an idiot and you've caused so many more problems. There's so many people like I've seen um, ambulances who have been waiting for traffic. I've seen uh, people who actually need to get places. Yeah, because nurses, they've got teachers. nurses, doctors, teachers, people who actually matter. Not you who's going to sit there with your four by four in your front garden just in case you need to do an emergency run to the fucking Shetlands or something. No, get back in your box, get back in your house and dial in from home do you know what you've reminded me of there right there's a, there's a bunch of mums on the school run at my kids well not my kids now at my daughter's primary school range rovers mm -hmm. and they don't know how to drive there, there should surely be a driving test if you're buying a big car it should be like a like a catalogue like you, you go along, they give you a little half hour test drive on parking of manoeuvring you know, well, it's like bikes, isn't it? You learn on a one, two, five, and then to get up onto the bigger one, you need to do another test. You need yeah. to prove that you're able to handle something that big. And I know when you get up to HGVs, which nobody's doing these days, um, you need another test. But it's, yeah, it feels like something in between that you need to go from your Fiat 500 up to your Range Rover. And they're very different beasts. Exactly. And you say, I'm sorry, madam. And clearly there are some bad male drivers as well. I'm sorry, madam. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, or not even I'm sorry. Um, Thanks for that little spin around the block and a little bit of parking activity out the back there. Um, the Fiat 500, the Cinquecento, um, the Punto and <laughs> and the Skoda, Flavia, the Skoda Flavia is 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 all that's available to you uh, to buy today. No, you can't have a flipping V6 15 foot wide Range Rover. No. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's definitely not a gender thing. Men and women are both terrible drivers but I, in my my gut my opinion is we're both equally bad but men tend to have crashes at high speed and women tend to have crashes at lower speed and that's that's been my all that all the blokes you talk to about having crashes and I, I flipped this and i skidded over there and i smashed into this and wrote the car off whereas um the women that i've known at that accidents most of the time it's uh fender benders or bumping into to posts and all those sort of things so we're we're all crap let's be honest everyone's yeah. crap we're just different types of crap like crap crap drivers are crap drivers but yes the width of the car mm. uh I, I did just mention that does it amuse you when you see the skoda flavia i i i can't help but think of the word labia when <laughs> i see the skoda flavia and... no i no i don't see no, I, this, this, this shows how different i think of flavia Briatori. No, you don't. I absolutely do. I don't think of, or, or Flavia. Who was the the dancer from Strictly? I thought that's who Flavia Briatore. Yeah, was. yeah, that was her. Yeah, Flavia Briatore. That's that's who I think of. 
No, I, I just I can't believe that whoever named the car Flavia wasn't on the wind up. Like, well, it's, it, I guess they check most things, but they never get them all because, of course, you had the um, the Mazda MR2, which they actually marketed in France without realizing that MR2 in French is MR2, which is basically meld, which is shit. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, I think someone got fired for that. Are you, are you working this through or have you frozen no no we keep freezing i think the internet is fully broken. <laughs> the martians are coming uh watch out this could be the last time you see again and i and so so anybody who's, who's who's out there i guess it could be a uk thing mainly but but am i the only one that is amused by the skoda labia flavia uh, maybe i'm just weird yeah, well, yeah no, we've I, I, I titter every time and this is not I'm, I'm 47 now so i've been laughing about this for a good <laughs> five years oh it's easy it's nice to be so easily amused i guess i guess so that says a lot about my uh capacity of my ability to 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 laugh i tell you what has been tested what has tested my capacity to laugh over the last six months it's been now squirrels in my loft glenn squirrels in my loft is that a euphemism? Are you are you like losing your marbles? Evil? <laughs> what squirrels in your loft? You should search that up to see if it is a, a, a well-known. Um, what do they I call it? Incognito urban, mode. Urban dictionary. Yeah, you better do <laughs> squirrels in the loft. No, actual squirrels. So about six months ago, I could hear I could hear stuff in the loft, and I did, and I thought it was maybe birds on the roof. So then it kind of progressed and I'm like, well, that doesn't really sound like birds. It sounds more like scratchy, scratchy. So I'm like, well, maybe I've got mice, maybe I've got mice. And I'm like, well, they sound quite big. Maybe I've got, oh, I can't have rats in the bloody loft of what's going on. So I had to call the pest control. It comes round in an unmarked van. Very, very, uh, what do they call it? What, in case the squirrels get sight of it? <laughs> lads, lads. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it's this been pest control. It says no squirrels. Um, no, no, no. Just he does doesn't want to alarm your neighbours or what. Okay. So and I guess if you are of a animal rights disposition, I guess this could be challenging. But 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 squirrels are vermin, right? Grey squirrels killed all the red squirrels. There's there's no there's no tufty anymore. Um grey squirrels are very bad. They eat everything. They're literally they chewed through the bathroom light, basically, and then had the audacity. One of the down lights in the bathroom is above the bog. They have then had the audacity to stare down through the glass at me whilst I'm having a crap. Um, <laughs> I have got videos of the squirrel looking down at me, basically. Are you sure this isn't just the, the plot for the next Alvin and the Chipmunks movie? I, I've joked about that as well, because there's been multiple multiple with uh, the humans are three nil up in the uh big squirrel uh uh what is it about your loft then why, why do they love your loft so much uh just squirrels make braise apparently so they have multiple places where they go and like stash food and something and, and mm -hmm. whatever reason they've got into the loft and um but the traps like if you imagine like the size of a mouse trap mm -hmm. a squirrel trap is like a like you know when Wiley e. Coyote rings up the Acme Trading Company mm. and they bring down, right? So, so imagine Wiley e. Coyote on his mobile to the Acme Trading Company, going, 
bring me traps, bring me traps. Right? So this thing, <laughs> like it's like a shoebox with a with a flipping bar on the end. And uh, so the guy says to me, the guy says, now this what it's it's pretty quick. Comes down, boom, squirrel goes and uh, dead. And I come back and get them. So he goes on occasionally. It, the squirrel will move and it will kind of get its leg or something like that and and then it's a bit unfortunate but but, but yes you know that does happen kind of thing as he's saying that in a kind of ghostbusters moment stay puff marshmallow i'm i instantly think to myself ah oh, yeah that's definitely happening to me right so, mm -hmm. so i will take responsibility for creating this moment yeah so i don't know like eight hours later we're doing i'm working away and then wham you hear the noise i'm like oh me, that is that is it that was that was one of the traps going off and uh, yeah but sure enough then every sort of 20 minutes for the next three hours there's this occasional flailing sound but like, a, <laughs> like a, someone dragging a metal box basically mm -hmm. around the loft Sadly, it turned out the poor Mr. Squirrel, and it was one of the adult, one of the big daddy one, uh, say it was the male male squirrel. Sadly, it did get him, but it, it kind of got him, it got him across the shoulders, so he was sort of pinned pinned down. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then the pest control man, he's got an air pistol, like the kind you'd go to the arcade with, and you have to shoot the tin cans off the thing. Yep. So, so we're chatting away, and he puts the puts the pellet in the thing, and he he shoots the the squirrel and i can't see what's going on because he's up in the loft and he's looking down so i'm thinking this is all kind of quite normal and stuff and then <laughs> casually whilst we're talking he reloads the gun right? i like this is one badass squirrel like, <laughs> not only has he fought off the trap but now he's just taken a bullet and he's like come on come on <laughs> is that the best you got but no the second one he went down he went down with the second one but yes, yeah, since then, so we're we're now uh, two more trapped, two more. So we're, uh -huh. we're three three squirrels in the, in the team team Jensen three squirrels nil. And I don't know if that's normal, but apparently lots of people have, have talked to me now. But oh yeah, we had squirrels, we had squirrels. They're bastards. They've they've, they've chewed everything up there. Yeah. So so far, I've not. I've had pigeons down the chimney. God knows how many. I've got. It must be like a boneyard. Um, from some sort of ghoulish novel bit in my chimney at the moment because um, it, it's all I've got a fire, but then behind the fire it's all bricked up, and so I'm not going to rip out a gas fire. I'm not going to then smash loads of brickwork out every time a fucking pigeon falls down. So often you'll you'll hear it will fall down, and then it'll be flapping, and then for a few more days, like for a day or two, it'll be flapping every few minutes while it's trying to. It's like, uh, yeah, it's not not nice, not ideal, but. And so you do not get a dead animal smell or, or no, fly. I, well, I haven't so far, and it's happened a lot. Um, um, although it's not like my friend; she's bought a, just bought a new place, and she's got like a wood burner thing, and she opened it up the other day because uh, she keeps getting birds kind of falling down. So she had someone in to to get them all out, and then she opened up a, to to light a fire for the first one of the year, and it's just this bird sitting there. I mean, it's shit everywhere, but it just flew straight out and uh, flying around the living room for a bit. No fucking fear. <laughs> His mates are shouting down, just hang in there. She'll open the door eventually, and then you can go for it. They're like dropping down worms, like rat loads. <laughs> Sid, we're chucking down some more worms. Oh, it's so, it's yeah, so I mean, weird. You bastards. Yeah, yeah, I bet you're still laughing, aren't you? Yeah, dare me to come down here. <laughs> there was a load of worms down here, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> um 
but yeah yeah so uh yeah animals traps in your I, I don't know thankfully i've not had squirrels or anything like that yet which is very lucky because uh, i sleep in a loft conversion so it would have been a little bit a little bit annoying if i'd had squirrels next to me in the bed i've had some i've had some monsters wake up next to me but never a squirrel we're looking forward to to you uh getting in uh, uh, some more uh conquests <laughs> you shared um some some hinge updates and stuff uh this week from your dating uh dating well dating life yeah uh, sa sadly it was um, a semi hoax because uh the person who had matched with me is one of my closest friends and she lives 20 miles that way and we're, we're, we're just good friends but um yeah so sadly the, the first time i've actually had a a rose sent to me and, and the first time i've actually had someone reply to messages uh actually just happened to be one of my mates hinge i was on hinge yeah yeah no, hinge is no better or worse than they're all shit they um, are all shit yeah but they're the least shit option out there at the moment so that's that's all i've got available although i am i'm going to do in the next couple of days i'm going to book myself a load of things to look forward to a load of like uh cooking classes dancing classes painting i don't know fucking pottery i don't care just stuff that's out and about because you never know yeah i'm not going to meet someone sitting in my own living room by myself am i you know that's not gonna happen you've got to put yourself in situations see yeah. what happens drinking rum and sambuca and eating crisps and having well that the heart the decadent day uh decadent lunchtime bath could uh attract uh, a nice woman your way good women oh, like us yeah yeah they do and they're right for that but i can't imagine them knocking down my door while i'm in the bath and saying hey you how you doing Do you no not unless you suds for me yeah you've got to find them first and then you would entice them entice them with the the petals and the candles to the bath that's the way to do it have you ever done that like yeah, a also, yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm a romantic bastard and i i um again this it should have been a sign i remember the first time i did it uh my ex told me off because she was she thought that the candles were a fire risk um so, <laughs> that is brilliant that is brilliant uh, like, uh, i'd say there's another ebook there for us glenn 101 red flags you didn't recognize <laughs> so this is like you can go to all these red pill blue pill twitter dudes and like they're all like yeah man don't fucking date single moms like yeah they'll they'll, they'll bleed you dry like like real shocking stuff they they, mm. they some of those guys put out but there are some definite red flags that uh, both you and I missed. Um, yeah, you do something that romantic and she's complained. <laughs> she, yep. Instead of saying thank you, she points out the fire hazard. Uh, you irresponsible romantic twat. You. Yeah, yeah. But, but I love a bit of romance, so I'd, I'd do that. And I'll, I'll t ladies, I'm happy for you to do it for me as well. Oh, yeah um this is good so look, look if you if, if if the uh dating gods are out there notice that we're just putting little little what they call little seeds seeds yeah we're just I might, the thing i was like i got this idea in my mind of we're floating things down the river like little opportunities for people to float right by. right okay yeah but as i said that it just made me re remind me about uh something that happened the other night so i got totally distracted so I am on day 103 of my consecutive workout days, right? This is um, a team super dad, uh, 30 days super dad workout. So if you're a dad who wants to get fit and have tried Glenn's uh, nutrition and fitness program and it didn't work for you, then I also have something that might be more effective. It's uh, 
30 day rolling program it's it's basically 12 to 15 minutes of exercise and, and you just enjoy yourself like just doing a bit more than what you normally do without having to win the triathlon or, or create a six pack which is great if you want it but so i've done 103 consecutive days of exercise just because i could just it's and it's it's now got mm -hmm. to the point where it will take something huge to interrupt that most days it's press up sit-ups and burpees super burpees but also, also i say you need to go and do a 5k run jog walk whatever it might be that week if you don't like running then go for a ride or or, or uh or go for a swim but you've got to do that long distance thing as well so i'm out the other night i'd had a strange day couldn't really get motivated uh, i did a post a video live stream about this every day actually it was I got to the end of the day and I struggled to, to really get down to work and the kids had been with me in the morning and then I realised I was out on my run. One of the reasons I'd struggled to really focus and, and, and get on with things was because it was such a kind of emotional day. Like my daughter's 10th birthday, my son's 12th birthday. There was, mm -hmm. there was a lot going on. Really, what I should have done that day was just basically chill out, have some time for myself like we were talking about. But anyway, I needed to do my exercise, so I decided, right, trainers on, let's go for a nice long run. I've I've gone out as far as I wanted to go, just under 5K, and I'm on my way back. And then there's this guy in the river. <laughs> what, Which, drowning? No, no, he's 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 got like one of these. Uh, I see them in the sea at Brighton because he's just swimming in the sea there, and you go down there, you see a lot of people swimming in the sea. So it's like a flotation buoy. Mm -hmm. that you attach to your back and it's more to let people know that you're there rather than save you in the in the in the uh, um uh it, it, if you were drowning or something like that right so i'm like oh my gosh and it was been raining so the the river is flowing fast so i'm running but this guy is zooming down the river. <laughs> so now i'm running alongside him like whoa man what are you doing and like that is awesome do you, do you do that much he's like yeah quite a bit i was like how far are you going oh he goes oh just down to the beach. <laughs> I've never seen a beach on the river. I run along this river. <laughs> I've never seen a beach at all. So I, I didn't want to burst burst his bubble or ruin the moment by by saying, I'm not sure there's a beach. Clearly in his mind there's a beach coming up. But no, it was brilliant. So it was it was just do you ever have those kind of something happen and it just punctuates the moment? I was I was sort of in my head a little bit, working through mm. Uh, why couldn't I get on work today and got out and I go for a run I've enjoyed the run I've processed a lot of information it's London marathon day so there's people doing marathon people I'm two old ladies stopped me whilst I was running we, we stopped to chat to two old ladies and they're like oh you're doing a marathon I was like oh no I'm not doing a marathon <laughs> I did that once before I'm not doing that again and then there's this bloke swimming in the river and it was such a such a random thing I was like whoa I I'm on day 102, as it was then, day 102 of my of my consecutive days working out, and here's a guy, like racing down the river in in the in the fast flowing current of the river uh, Medway. Mm -hmm. so don't let it stop you. Like if he can jump in the river and <laughs> act like it's completely normal, then then we can all do a little bit of exercise. Uh, Adrian. <laughs> I, I took his picture and asked his name, Adrian. So, Adrian, if you're listening, good on you, my fast swimming river swimming buddy nut job dude. Yeah, yeah, can't 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 see me uh, joining in that one either. 
oh, don't you think? We could have, uh, you know, like they have those dragon boat races. We could have a Team Super Dad river swim. See, I, see, I thought you were going to do one of those Top Gear challenges where you've got different modes of transport to get a certain place. So one person will swim it, one person will run it, and one person will have to go a massive cycle round a different way to get there. I'll do the driving bit if okay. I've got any fucking petrol. Oh, yeah. Ne nearly scuppered yourself there. Um, I can't finish up today, Glenn, with, without asking you about your day out with your dad because obviously we're here talking about team super dad and dads and uh and and, uh, and you were at the mighty tottenham hotspurs uh world leading stadium on on sunday but aside from all that sort of team allegiances you were there with your dad yes indeed so uh me and me old man um or my sister as well she's uh, got the name on it but we've got two season tickets um yeah. for for the spurs used to go down there every week especially when i lived in walthamstow i could literally see the stadium from my back garden um so i used to go down all the time and then obviously over the past not even counting the year before um where we haven't been able to go at all but before that it comes more difficult now that i'm a single dad because half the time i can't go because i've got the kids and then the other half i'm trying to fill my life with other bits and pieces so i don't go as much as i can turned out i would not been to a match with my dad since about 2018 which is a long old time wow um, and I, I missed it. You know, it's just, when you'd been doing something for so long and then it wasn't there. And it, it realized that, that was one of the, we used to see each other. That would be when we'd see each other. Yeah. Now that wasn't happening, I saw him very rarely. So, yeah, last minute got the opportunity. My sister's boy, sadly, uh, has got COVID. So he couldn't go and they were isolating and bits and pieces. So she couldn't make it. Um, and so on the Friday, I just got a call saying, yeah, do you want to come to the football? Yeah, all right then. So, yeah, headed, uh, jumped on the trains and headed down to uh, to White Hart Lane to watch Spurs uh, beat Villa. And it was just so nice to spend a few hours chatting to the old man and then enjoying the football with some beers and chatting again on the way home. And you just don't you don't you don't normally get that time because very few of us have got really, really good, close, regular contact with our dads. Uh, it's just because we're all so busy and they're busy and, and life is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I just, I'm lucky enough that he's pretty young. He's 61 now. Um, and so I've got hopefully uh, many, many years left with him. He's only 14 years older than me. <laughs> hey, man, I don't want to say that. It's true. Um, so hopefully I've got many years left, but he did have a quadruple heart bypass um, when he was a year <laughs> old. Stop, stop, stop. A year older than I am now. Um, so he passed the Oxcove diet and nutrition. Oh, mate, he makes he <laughs> makes me look like, like some sort of yogi. Honestly, he was atrocious. He was he had he had all of the things. He had a massively high pressure job uh, in insurance. He was uh, he smoked forty or more a day. Um, drank all the time. Ate out. No exercise. You know, his version of a treat was after they uh, cooked pork chops under the grill. Uh, get some bread wallop up the lard underneath bit of salt on top of that and eat that that's that's that was his that was his treat food you know every like, licking, like licking the bowl so, so licking the bowl for him meant scraping the fat out of the yeah so it was six sugars in his tea it, just the worst diet of everything you know, all of the factors were there which meant that when he i think he was 40 uh, 42 43 um and he had a, a massive heart attack quadruple bypass um and so yeah it was, it was touch and go most of the time but he's better 
and he's recovered and he's healthy now or healthier than he was and so i'm hopefully got a lot longer with him but you just don't know you don't know what's going to happen and you don't want to regret thinking oh i wish i had gone and seen my dad um so yeah we just uh, yeah. just took the opportunity whenever i can because that you know covid and everything aside so we're not going to drill you out for being a shit son here but like time flies mm. 2018 and and i dare say you've seen him since that time but you just oh, no, i've, I've seen him loads just yeah. not out just me and him to go to the football and and doing something that you know that you both love yeah. doing and it's a great afternoon out no pressure the only pressure is to have a nice time like just 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 yeah you know. and and i'll be honest it's the one-on-one -on -one nature of it as well now i try and do this with my kids as much as i can obviously i've got four of them so it becomes a bit more difficult but i try and make little little one-on-one -on -one moments they, they might only be half an hour here or an hour there or something but those one-on-one -on -one times they make such a difference i know that some of my best memories of my dad as a kid um in fact my best memory as a kid was it, i was visiting him i visit him once every five six weeks for a weekend um and he said i've got to go to dry cleaners do you want to come uh and no one else said yes i said yes and so just me and him pops into town picked up some dry cleaning and had a cheeky mcdonald's breakfast that is one of my favorite memories of him because it was one of the few times in my entire life that I was one-on-one -on -one with my dad when i was a kid yeah. and it means something it just it's it's total focus between the two of you and you're chatting and there's no distractions and no competing attention it's just the two of you spending time together and that that matters more than we realize so i'm always uh, I try and do it with him when I can, but I also try and make sure I carve out these little moments where it's just me and one of my kids and just make sure they know that at that moment, they're everything and it's just us two and nothing else. Yeah, because in the busyness of life, they they do understand and 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 and, uh, and I guess maybe they don't understand, but they do know. They're like, dad's busy, dad's at work, mm. dad's got stuff to do. You know, I, I'd like him to spend more time with me but but then make the butt but he does when he can mm. you know because that's what because they, they, they all say you know um uh, kids spell love t-i-m-e yeah and they, just, they just want they just want some quality time time with you and then interestingly when it goes get to that certain point in age our parents in the same boat they're like i, don't, I never get to see them i'll just be nice to see they what they want to hear your news they want to catch up with you yeah. and um uh and we see that with our when with uh, certainly myself when you bring grandchildren into the mix and i'm sure our parents get fed up it at some point after being having them dumped on them too much but <laughs> they come alive because that that time they had with us when we were little cheeky cute kids is suddenly back hmm. and, uh and, and our parents do miss that they do want to spend time with our us yes. and our children and let's be honest, most grandparents are so much softer and happier and better than they were as parents because they've got they've done the experiences and they've seen what works and what doesn't. And it's funny that the love and the laughter and the support and the encouragement and the yeah, it's all right to have a little treat every now and then. That's the thing that works, not harsh, strict parenting and rules and rigid <laughs> regulations. Um, so yeah, it's nice to know that the the approach they're taking that works is much more aligned to what we're doing these days ourselves. Yeah, I wonder if my ex is listening to that sage advice. <laughs> there we go. Well, <laughs> to each their own. We shall find out. Yes. <laughs> um, 
we should have brought this up a little bit earlier, Glenn, but I know there's a uh, an important like petition, a, a movement that you've been supporting, and and it just blew my mind that this is that isn't such a this isn't isn't just happening, isn't just like an obvious thing to do, uh, and it's a it's about a sexual harassment button on on social media. Yeah, this is something that I, I'm I'm claiming no credit for. I want to be really clear. This is a bunch of women who have got together. And basically, uh, amongst us, Rick said, enough is enough. It's not acceptable that constant, I'm not, we're not talking one-offs here. We're not talking about the occasional woman and the occasional man. Almost every woman online, on Twitter, on Facebook, on any of the socials, has received unsolicited sexual advances, sexual language, sexual harassment, um, photos, porn, all this sort of shit gets sent constantly. Yet there's no way of flagging that. They, I've seen some of my friends, they uh, they called Tories a bunch of cunts, got banned, not, I'm not exaggerating, got banned from Twitter for life for that offence, yet you can send Twitter support screenshots of unsolicited dick pics and porn and filth or that actual. men send women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can send them like all the evidence they possibly need and they say, sorry, they've not broken any guidelines and rules how the hell is this possible it's obscene and so what we what there there's a petition going at the moment if you go to my my twitter feed a dating dad um on on twitter or the other socials um or uh whinge whinge wine um blog uh fran wrote a fantastic post on that and uh have a have a read of it because it just sets out this is the problem this is what they're facing and something needs to be done so go online sign the petition um show show your support and just say this is what it is now it's pro if you're not sure about this sort of thing you don't know where, how much of a problem it is just even if you just go to the petition and read some of the comments that have been left below um and the stories that people give about how much abuse they get it's it's incredible absolutely incredible so yeah it's on a, it's a change.org um uh a petition and it's called twitter and facebook to provide a specific reporting function for sexual harassment um and we've got nearly seven and a half thousand signatures already and um yeah the more we can get the better because we can start creating some sort of movement and attention because something needs to change it doesn't matter whether you're a man or woman this affects you well i've got a daughter i mean i've got i've got female friends i mean i i, I, I... well and you're, and you're a decent human being <laughs> even if you it's the wrong thing it's it's absurd and obscene that people think they can get away with this sort of stuff um and and it isn't a it's all about the the dominance and then forcing women to do to to see and view these sorts of things um and it's not on and so sign a petition and also think about just think about your friends any male friends you've got and you you think you know what he's a, he's a bit of a danger he's a laugh but he's a bit of a danger i wouldn't want i wouldn't i'd be upset if um, my, my sister brought him home or my my daughter brought him home do something about it because we only see the tip of the iceberg and I, I use the word tip very carefully we don't see the tiny bit of behavior they let us see how much more is out there and we as men have got to step up and sort this shit out because yes yes it's not all men but it's always men. And we're if we're part of the problem, we also need to be part of the solution. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it leads into conversations about 
online porn and how ridiculous some of the categories and uh, and themes of of porn are you know like <laughs> blows my mind hmm. how people can get off on <laughs> my sister shagged my stepdad or something like it's like i just yeah. don't it just blows your mind or let alone things that are even worse like flipping aggro sex and stuff it's just uh it's just all wrong and and bringing a just shit to our world to our relationships to people's safe you know it's just a sense that you can walk home with or, or turn on your computer or, or look at a tweet without having to fear what's going to be inside of it so um if you are uh watching you can see online i've just shared a link to the whinge whinge wines blog i have put in the comments actual full links to the to the change org uh petition and to uh the blog post on whinge whinge wine cheers um, johnny appreciate it and uh we'll put your uh that up there as well it's bloody important let's uh we'll put this in the team super dad group as well and um see if we can get some support support behind this seven surely surely there should be like a hundred thousand people putting this putting this on there blimey yeah well we start uh, we i didn't do it at all i'm just trying to help raise awareness but is this this was uh started up night before last um and yeah gone from naught to seven half thousand already and you know what we need 10 times that 100 times that to sign this because something has to change yeah yeah wowzers well i feel like uh that's we, sometimes we do talk about serious things on the, on the podcast and I, and I think it's important uh, like like uh, like any chit chat in a pub um conversation between blokes uh it, it should be silly and it should be a bit piss takey but uh, there's always the space for um important topics there's always a space for saying things that that are awkward and uncomfortable and uh and being there for each other if, if if you need advice so don't step over these things uh which was kind of what you were saying at the beginning there Glenn. it's um be a man oh my gosh do you remember back in the day my dad would like have been put his arm around the, the waitress and stuff. yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't right back then but now society's got to the point where we're realizing that and we're we're saying we need to be better. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, I'm going to cough. <coughs> so um, seeing as we've done this early, I'm going, I don't even know if I'm going to get this published tonight, but I am going to zoom down to uh, my good lady's uh, house. I'm going to drop something off at my kid's mother's because they've left it here. Uh, and apart from that, as I said at the beginning, we've got the Happy Dad five-day challenge coming up starting on next Monday, October the 11th. So go to teamsuperdad.com forward slash happy dad and get yourself involved in this awesome uh, five-day event where we're literally going to break down some of the most simplest ways to create an injection of happiness into your dad life, both for you, for your family, for your kids, for your friends, um, <laughs> which doesn't fit with that euphemism at all but so uh yeah but now every time you every time you use that phrase you're going to think of flavia <laughs> every next time you pull up behind a skoda flavia i want you to mark that moment in your brain because i think i've changed <laughs> i think i've changed driving for you forever now glenn i think we'll see we'll see if i'm ever unable to actually have petrol and drive again i shall seek out a flavia just to test the theory and do you know what i'd love to know 
to all those members of the Skoda Drivers Club uh, and particularly those fans of the Flavia. Did you buy the Flavia and think to yourself, the name is a bit weird, but I like the car? <laughs> it makes me think of Labias and now I'm driving one. So, Yeah, I'm going to hazard a guess. Probably not. But I'm not all people. That could just be the way my brain works. You know, you <laughs> play the game where you see the number plate and you have to make up a, a, a word based yeah. on the number plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. The eyes see Flavia, the brain says Lavia. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we love Strictly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, this has been the wrap-up from Team Superdad. Uh, my name's Johnny Jensen. Glenn. Yeah, that's me. That's my name. <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always, Johnny. Loved every second. And I we need to work to, uh, on our on our two Ronnies finish. So it's good night from him. And it's good night from him. <laughs> no, no, it's good night from me, and it's good night from him. Okay. That's how it works. Okay. So I say, so it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Okay, Ronnie. I'll see you next week. Wait. Oh, the flipping outro. Boom. Slick. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at TeamSuperdad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Superdad.